Welcome. You're listening to WO Voices, a podcast series from Women in Optometry magazine. I'm Martilyn Bailefeld, editor of Women in Optometry. We're delighted you could join us. We're here with Dr. Melissa Barnett, principal optometrist at UC Davis Eye Center and author and co-editor of Contemporary Scleral Lenses Theory and Application. We also have Dr. Melissa Zaleski with us. Dr. Zaleski is a 2018 graduate of Nova Southeastern University, and she also earned her master's in public health this past summer. She's now working at a LASIK center in Tampa. In this podcast, Dr. Barnett and Dr. Zaleski will have some questions and advice for each other. So Dr. Zaleski, we'll start with you. Um, so this is kind of to highlight the experienced OD and the new OD um, dynamic and ask a question from your opinion, Dr. Barnett. Um, how do you recommend new optometrists who are just coming into the field, who are fresh with um, academic clinical experiences, but who are ready to establish themselves as their own people as optometrists, what do you recommend um, to do right from the start to kind of close that gap from being a student clinician to um, a confident optometrist of their own accord? Great question. Look up everything you don't know. And I still look up things every day. But if you see something in the eye or a new medication or a systemic condition and you don't know what it is, write it down and look it up at night. I found that to be incredibly helpful. Another thing is get involved in organized optometry. So whether that's your local society, whether that's a a specialization that you're interested in, a local group, um, whether it's the AOA, whatever it is, get involved. And I would say get involved early and now and volunteer and help and get to know other doctors. It was a fantastic experience many years ago when I was a few years out of school and I was the president of my local optometric society. I felt like that was an incredible learning and growing experience and a lot of work, but it was fantastic. I would also get a mentor, you know, someone that you look up to and ask for advice. And then I'd also recommend being a mentor for a student in school that may have questions for you. So there are many different things that can help you establish yourself, but hopefully those are a few tips that will help you out. Those are fantastic. Thank you so much. Do you have a mentor, Dr. Zaleski? Um, I, f- I feel like um, put me on the spot. I don't want to leave anyone out. <laughs> it's like the Academy Awards, um, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, there have been a lot of people who have helped me along the way, um, both with in at Nova and with my master's in public health and through the AOSA and AOA. Um, I've been very blessed to have a lot of great people, but I was, I was thinking that as you were saying it, and those were people who've helped me get to this point and 
you know, at this point, that's that's a good that's a good remark you make to have a continued mentor and someone to throw ideas back and forth with and continue to to push each other to be the best that each of us can be. I think that's something that maybe everyone should try to do just a little bit more of. And I'll answer that question too, even though you didn't ask it. I was I, going to. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Continue to help me now. And I mentor quite a few people, which I get so much joy and satisfaction out of. I think it's, it's a great gift that we can give each other. And clearly I can tell the, uh, tell everyone that Dr. Barnett's mentoring was acknowledged. She was one of the uh, first Thea Award winners specifically for mentoring. And the people who wrote in to nominate her, and there were legions of them, really <laughs> shared such heartfelt stories about the impact that you've made on their career decisions and their lives. And it, it's it was really fun to read that. That is an incredible honor. So thank you so much. Do you have other questions for each other? I have a question for you, Melissa. Sure. What are some of your future goals? My goals for my career would be to utilize my master's in public health degree with my optometric degree. And going forth with that, I think that's always been a question because you can do so much with both, truly. Um, but to find the perfect combination of giving back both with vision and overall healthcare, that would be a large goal for my for myself, in addition to staying involved and being actively involved and giving back to local societies and state associations and, of course, being an AOA member through and through. In addition to giving back to the AOSA, I was the vice president of the AOSA last year. And um, to be a part of that and to continue to give back would be so fulfilling, like you said, with the mentorship aspect from earlier. Um, but I, th I think as well, as far as specific goals, I think it's hard to tell. I think you think one thing and then going forward, there are just so many options. Maybe a, one goal is to narrow down what I can do and uh, where I can make the most impact and give back the most. And and do you have short and long-term goals yourself, Dr. Barnett? I do. I also agree that there's so many different things that I would like to do and you do have to choose your priorities, but it's been a fantastic ride so far. It's been a lot of fun. I do have a few words of wisdom being the elder optometrist on this call for, for you, Melissa. I would love to hear any and all advice. <laughs> and this is really just for everyone in general. But as I've been practicing, I've seen many of my colleagues sort of approach that burnout phase where they're not as passionate and interested as they used to be many years ago. And some of it's just routine, doing the same thing every day. Some of it, have, sometimes it's for different reasons as well. But just a few words of wisdom for you. Uh, mm -hmm. The one is always to take care of yourself and, and 
by that, I mean sleeping well and eating right and exercising, but also just looking into wellness. So things like meditation, yoga are really helpful. Um, trying to set aside time for, for yourself, whether that's with family, taking a vacation, or even just taking a walk outside midday um, can definitely be helpful. Staying present in the moment, so keeping engaged in what you're doing, not thinking about all these other things. And then if you're feeling tired or burned out, adjust your schedule. So change things up a little bit. Maybe do something else that you want to do part of the week or part of the day so that you don't get burnout. There, it, it's so important to to stay passionate about what you're doing and what you're doing could actually change. But just going back to taking care of yourself and that is the way that you can be your best self, which is so important um, for, for all of us and myself included to take this advice too. That's fantastic advice. And it's so important when we did a, a WO pop-up poll last year and the results were so stunning we repeated it about seven months later and the results were still so stunning the percentage of respondents who were clearly in in burnout to the point where they were saying they wish they hadn't become optometrists was startling um because i'm i would think that they had moments of of joy and great satisfaction in their work days, and yet something happens with the with the day to day um, pressures that sort of sap the joy out of it. So uh, that's just great advice. Is that something that concerns you, Doctor Zaleski? I mean, in a way, it seems impossible, <laughs> right? Here, you just you you're just out and <laughs> you're ready to get started, but do you? see or worry about doing this for the rest of your life? In some ways, I know, just knowing myself personally, I'm always going to want a challenge and want something that maybe is a little bit different every few years. But as far as being burnt out, um, maybe sometimes, but for the most part, I think, you know, this career field has so many opportunities and so many ways to go about what you'd like to accomplish and what type of care you'd like to provide. I think that if you're following your right goals and your the path and your passions, all the advice that Dr. Burnett has given, I think you really can work towards that. But then again, I haven't been through that. I don't have kids. I'm only recently engaged. I did get a puppy recently, so that has been an exhausting challenge, <laughs> but... Um, having a new puppy has been very exhausting. So I'm sure having kids and working full time is a hundred times more challenging. So I, I, maybe those are the experiences that you hear that people, you know, not that they have regrets. They really love what they do and they, you know, cut back on work. And maybe those are the times when you evaluate your balance and what's best for you and best for what you can do to stay present and healthy and mindful. 
how did you come to such a uh, sort of a, um, a, a Zen place, uh, Dr. Barnett? Did you create this as a reaction to seeing people burn out or are you naturally optimistic or? Well, I enjoy yoga quite a bit. I've done it for many, many, many years and then got into meditation a few years ago. And I have done a lot of research on this topic for a lecture that I give, which is the psychology of scleral lenses, because there are so many patients that I see who come in who've had such a journey where they've seen many other doctors and I'm kind of their last hope. And it's a lot of counseling of the patient on a day-to-day basis. So from the patient side, I was looking for ways to help them. But then on the practitioner side, I'm very concerned just in general about physician burnout, whether that be optometrists or other specialists, because I see it across the board in my friends and I read about it. But just also these times that can be very complicated with technology, for example, we're being pulled in so many different directions. I found for myself personally that yoga and meditation have really helped me to stay centered and also helps me focus on my patients so that it's a win-win situation. I'll second that. Um, This is more from the burned out side of being an optometric student, but um, I got into hot yoga a few years ago um, to kind of relieve my stress, you know, taking tests, and this might be more applicable to students, but there are a lot of stress and stressors and demands that occur, and having something that allows you to have that release, that relaxation, that time to recenter um, absolutely got me through some very challenging um, challenging aspects of what you go through to become an optometrist, and I know carrying that forward will make make a huge difference. What I hear from both of you is that your own experiences um, also become part of the way that you connect with patients um, and and educate them. I mean, it, it kind of brings us back to what we were talking about at the beginning, how important that element of education is. Um, is that going to just continue to get more exciting for optometrists? I think so. You can think about artificial intelligence and how that's going to help change our profession. You can think about different ways that we can educate people. And there's so many potential ways of education that are exciting. They're kind of not only important, but cute and fun, and they can really help our patients. So, Melissa, I'm so pleased that you're so passionate about education, too. And I see a very bright career ahead of you. And thank you for the opportunity to do this podcast. This was very fun. Well, thank you, Dr. Barnett, for all of your advice. Um, And I think the one thing that will stick with me the most from this and talking about ups and downs and all these things is that, and, you know, future technologies as well, is if we're staying patient-centered, patient-focused, 
I mean, that's that's all we can do to provide the best care. And I think you can only go up from here. Dr. Barnett and Dr. Zaleski, thank you so much for being part of the WO Voices podcast series. It was such a pleasure to be part of this conversation. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much for your time for both of you. Thank you for listening. I hope you join us again next time on WL Voices. If you'd like to be part of our podcast series, please contact us. You can email us at wovoicesonline at gmail.com or via our website, womeninoptometry.com, on Facebook at WL Magazine, or through Twitter or Instagram at WomenODs. See you next time.